Do you sin? Nope. Never. Not at all. I have reached perfection. Have you ever thought I about I am sin? the complete package. Yes. And I do not struggle with pride. <laughs> <laughs> Does that count as a little sin? Or a big sin? Or all of the sins? Depends if you look at it pridefully or not. It's <laughs> <laughs> so nerdy. Oh my word. You've got the dummies, Ben and JJ, coming at you with wisdom from the Bible and beyond. This is Dummies with Wisdom. Welcome to part four of our unnamed... Man, we should have really come up with a name for this little series. Uh, yeah, that's our bad. Rookie mistake. We're not Baptists, so we, we we didn't, you know, alliterate stuff or something. And we really got to get on that. And then if you're the Baptist, then you have to, like, start with, like, the same letter. And that was just too much work. Uh, that's what I just said. But, uh, good job. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you just say? I said we didn't get the alliteration down or anything. Oh, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I did not hear that. That's so funny. Uh, nice. Welcome to today's podcast, uh, part four. We're gonna be talking about how should Christians view quote little sins that don't affect other people. So I think there's two there's two aspects of of these quote little sins, and I I don't think we really need to explain what we mean by little sins. I mean anybody with a uh, you know brain should understand uh, what we're talking about there. Truth. Uh, and regardless of if it's intentional or if it's unintentional, you've got two aspects. You've got the side of in relation, you know, to God and our standing before him versus the actual result of those little sins mm-hmm. in reality. Even if it's not affecting other people, it can still, you know, have an effect. If it, yeah. Even if it's only, man, I just can't get words out no, in general. No, I feel you. I think, and like we talk about this a lot, big picture I th- I think that what a lot of even even in my life a lot of Christians get um, hung up on like every little sin every little issue um, trying to walk kind of just walk walking in um, not a complete understanding of grace maybe that's what it comes down to yeah yeah and they kind of like we're walking on eggshells like I find myself in that a lot where these little sins kind of they're they're there and. I don't know. I I want to like necessarily use like the word stumbling block, but I think they do become stumbling blocks in a way. Of yeah. we get so focused on them, whether and I think that can be big for big things too, big things and small things, and that derails us from actually following Christ well. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know if you're tracking with that, um, but again, kind of like what you were talking about, we see all sin is sin, right? But at the end of the day, let me let me just stop you right there one second just to clarify that mm-hmm. because I, I, we we have there's a lot of misconceptions out there that all sin is like on a level playing field essentially sure. that that if I murder uh, a lot of people take the verse that says um you know when Jesus says that if you are angry with your brother you've already committed murder in your heart and they mm-hmm. take that and equate the two as if they're equal in right I guess yeah badness. And nice. I mean, that's just simply not true. I mean, even just, we just know that innately that if mm-hmm. I'm mad at somebody, that is not the same as me charging them with a machete and stabbing them in the lung, you know, that 
Yeah. <laughs> Great analogy. Not, not heart, lung, lung. <laughs> but it's 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 obviously not the same. You know, it is not. You know, Jesus says um, when he's talking about Judas betraying him, he says that it would be better for him not to have been born. Right. He does not use that same language when the disciples are fearing for their lives in the storm. Mm, he just says, yeah. oh, you of little faith. So he's right. calling them out still, but he doesn't say yeah. it's better that they weren't born. So it's, right. it, it, it's ridiculous to equate the two. But James says in James 2 that he, he who is guilty of breaking one point of the law is guilty of breaking all of it. And so all sin yep. is equal. And this is where people have that misconception because the Bible is saying essentially that every single sin is damnable, that we are each sin makes us guilty before God. So right. in that sense, whether we, you know, whether you get drunk, whether you start the Holocaust, you are guilty before God. There is no, there, there's no like more or less guilty. You're just yeah. guilty. And but that doesn't mean that each sin is yeah. equally the same. And I think that's a point we need yeah. to make. When, we're, when we say that sin is sin, we are talking about that sin, all sin makes us guilty. And therefore, all sin is serious, at least in right. that respect. So then, yeah. So if we put that into like the context that we're talking about, I think we were talking just a couple podcasts ago when we were diving into like the more you know doctrine side of our faith. I think that's where... Especially in West, especially in Western culture, that's what we live in. That we live in that very black and white, doctrine-heavy church culture, right? Where I think it's it's a lot easier. It is easy to get caught up in the law. It's easy to get caught up in the facts. It's easy to get caught up in like what we read and what we see and how we're interpreting that. So I don't think necessarily getting caught up when it comes to the application part, getting caught up on those little things that we stumble on each and every day in our right. fallen nature. I don't think that's necessarily bad on us per se because of the culture we live in. And like, that is the battle we have to fight. I think one of the main battles we have to fight every day. But again, kind of like to what you just said with the disciples or with Jesus talking to disciples, I think in the same way, Jesus is <laughs> saying you have little faith. Like, I've taken care of all of this. I've paved the way. You don't have to worry about these things. And I think that's the point that we're kind of trying to make here is yes, sin is sin. And like what you just said, but for the most part, we, we talk about a lot of those intricate or not the intricate, but like the really deep issues that we have and we always want to get better right. but on the day to day. It's that sure you fall, you repent, you find accountability, whatever it is. You fall before the Lord. You say, yes, we already know this. I've been here a million times. I am imperfect. Let's move forward. And with, obviously, your help, Lord. Right. I think I think that's a good point to, to make. I, I think we have to be careful, too, because I, I, I know some people that, that can that fall down kind of this train of thought more where they take what you just said, but take it too far to the point of like, mm. well, we're all going to continue to sin, so we just basically should accept it. Right. And that's yes and no. It, it, at at yeah. face value, yes, we are all going to continue to sin. And what is it? The, is it the seventh day of Venice or something? Or some Pentecost? No, it's not them. Some Pentecostal denomination. Maybe it's just Pentecostals. I think it's the ones that. Not, that there are a lot of sects of the ones that, that say you that can fall uh, into what I think you're about the, to say. The, say that the ones that say you can uh, achieve perfection yeah. in this life. Yeah, that's wrong. Um, even if you could, it doesn't it doesn't yeah. change the 
anything, honestly, really. Right. Um, it's shocking how many of them are not perfect that believe that too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's it, it's that dichotomy of, yes, we accept, not accept, yes, we understand that mm. we're going to continue to sin and that we're going to continue day by day to to not reach perfection. There's always going to be uh, little sins. Hopefully there's not these huge, massive failures. Um, maybe yeah. there will be. Regardless, grace is there mm-hmm. under all of it. And that's what we need to remember. But at the same time, you know, as we said before, that each each individual sin is damnable in itself. And mm-hmm. that there's no like sin threshold that you have to reach to not go to heaven yeah, you know, it's it's one sin. You know, when Adam and Eve ate the fruit, that was one single sin that mm. condemned them to physical death, condemned all of us to physical death and to yeah. spiritual death. Had it not been for Christ, and I mean, I was just looking up to uh, Psalm fifty-one four. That's uh, David. I think that's David after Bathsheba. Uh, verse four, he says, "Against you, you only have I sinned." Of course, talking to God. Um, and not to go into the whole theology of that, but each individual sin, whether it affects somebody or not, is first and foremost against God. And yep. so I think we need to remember, we, I think we need to combine both of those aspects mm-hmm. where you, one, understand the seriousness of it and that, like, each, it doesn't matter how big or small a sin is, like, that is huge. But yeah. at the same time, we understand that we are all imperfect beings, that we all are going to sin on a constant basis. And we don't yeah. accept, we don't accept that. But we mm. understand that. I think you were just starting to, there's a point that I was starting to think of and you were kind of starting to go down that line. But I think so often we start focusing on the act of the sin, right? And so like oh, when, we're at our, yeah. when we're at the foot of the bed and we're like, what is wrong with me? You know, and we're having that come to Jesus moment and like, Lord, like help me. I think so often we get so focused on that to where I don't think I don't even think we're trained to understand like what it is about the deep aspects of why we did that or what it was like was that rooted in just straight up rebellion you know just us wanting to do what we want to do was it rooted in us you know wanting something like a piece of our heart that is missing and that's why we pursue that or um, maybe it's um, anger or something you know something that dwells under the surface that wants us to either lash out or react in a certain way no matter how big or small. I don't think we are equipped enough to understand the how deep that like even with uh Adam and Eve it wasn't the fact that they ate a fruit and I think looking back at that most people would be like yeah obviously it was you know they didn't do what the Lord said they didn't right. trust him they right. wandered around their own power it's the same today like we need to dissect that those type of sins the sins that we have in that same way and that's that's where we're going to find true grace because we're going to understand the true reality of what we're facing right yeah i think that's a that's definitely worth worth talking about because sin is more than just the act sometimes Mm -hmm. it's sometimes it's only the heart sometimes the act in itself is not sinful but the the heart behind it is Sure. And sometimes the heart behind something is good, but the act is sinful. Yeah. Um, I think of like uh, Rahab. That's mm-hmm. a that's a whole theological yeah, nightmare. Could, but yeah. um but she's commended not because she did a sinful act, but because she had a righteous heart behind it. Yeah. And there's no verse in the Bible that says that we are always gonna have an option not to sin. The Bible sure. says that 
we will not be tempted beyond what we can bear, but there's nothing that ever says we won't be put in a situation where we are not tempted, but we have no option that does not include sin. That's just mm. that's just the logic of a fallen world. And yeah. again, it's how, how are we in those situations or when we do sin, are we, this is kind of going off on a little bit of a tangent, but what's, what's the heart behind it? I think that's, I think that really gets to the, really to the heart of the matter uh, yeah harder, harder. nice nice yeah, yeah, yeah i got yeah. you uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> wow that was lame uh, <laughs> that's i mean that's what we're here for honestly uh, this is uh this is low level entertainment right here <laughs> <laughs> hey it's gonna make someone happy it might just save a life you never know <laughs> if you are that life that was saved by this podcast please let us know <laughs> We will be both shocked and grateful. <laughs> I don't think it definitely will not be because of us. Amen. The, the Lord worked miracles through that one. Sorry. Anyway, continue. No, but I think I think the heart is a is a huge point to make there because I think that's kind of going back to what I was saying. I think you could almost accept just the fact that we're gonna sin, but not accept whatsoever the heart of a sinner. Yeah. If that makes if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we look at these these quote little sins that that aren't affecting anybody that um quite honestly again don't twist this the wrong way but that they don't really affect our relationship with God, you know, it's just a mundane sin that anybody commits on a day-to-day basis. Obviously, that could affect your relationship with God, but that's a different discussion. Right. And then on the flip side, kind of like what you're just talking about, like I've seen this a lot in ministry with um like the heart so like what you're saying with the heart being the issue and then the action isn't necessarily the sin but because your heart's not in the right place right i've seen a lot of times too where the heart is actually pretty good but the result is something that is obviously like it's just not right you know like whatever happened you know is you know shortfalls in other areas and i think this happens it really does happen a lot in ministry where there's good hearts into a lot of different things but then there's miscalculations there's missteps there's um miscommunication and and in those ways the result ends up becoming sinful but i I like that example and even to like what you're saying too i think so often we're scared to sin when you approach the this is going to sound a little radical so hang with me the (laughs) so obviously we don't want to sin right but Given the fact, again, I think I've made my perception of the world pretty clear on this podcast so far. I think we're at a very serious war, a very deadly war with the devil in this spiritual realm. Right. There are situations where we have to be aggressive. We have to be on our guard. We have to be um, willing to make choices in a moment that, you know, we don't necessarily, maybe we don't have all the info for. Um or we don't have the you know the, the full situational awareness to be able to make that decision in the moment. Right. I think a part of that is that sanctification process, right? Ten years from now, the same situation may come up. I can make a better decision. But right sure. now, I'm faced with this decision that I have to make right now, whether it's with people or um, a bigger life event that's going on, whatever the case may be. Maybe it's between me and the Lord, too. I make a decision to go somewhere. Maybe it turns out well. Maybe it turns out poorly. Again, we have to go back to the heart of it. I hope that my heart's going to be good. I know that's not always good. So then that's the basis of it. And then on the flip side, 
when you get onto the other side of it, you evaluate it, you see where you were. Because anything, I mean, sin's just simply anything that displeases the Lord, right? So, therefore, with that, I think, given what we know about our Lord and how forgiving He is and how gracious He is and what He has done for us to be able to give us this elevated position in this battle, I think that gives us a much deeper confidence, not only physically to go out into the battle, but also spiritually, knowing who we have behind us as well. And also knowing when we make mistakes that there's someone there to help pick us back up, to put us in our place, to help us be where we need to be, if that makes sense. And I think that's that's the underlying point of all of this is that you go back to grace, you go back to, yeah. you know, First John four nine that if we confess mm-hmm. our sins that He's faithful and just to forgive us of those sins because He's not just accepting that because we're fallen human beings we're gonna sin again. Right. Does, he knows we're going to obviously He knows all the sins that we have committed are committing maybe and will commit, but that doesn't mean that He's just oh well they're sinners so they're gonna yeah. do that. No, that's mm-hmm. not. A thing we have right. to we have to rely on that grace and that's where that's where i think that kind of those two things kind of clash where if we don't understand the the weight of even just small sin we don't run yeah. back to grace but at the same time we have to understand that we are fallen human beings and that we will continue to sin and in because we will mm-hmm. continue to sin we continue to need grace we continue to need the gospel and that's why the gospel is important through every single day of our lives whether we're new believers or whether we've been believers for 50 years we mm-hmm. have to continue to return to the gospel return to the cross um i think a good a good line here um from a guy named alexander solzhenitsyn nice solzhenitsyn yeah alexander solzhenitsyn he uh he's quoted by saying the line dividing good and evil cuts through the heart of every human being. Mm. I think I kind of go back to your whole you know heart yeah. issue that that's I, I think the people that the people that I've talked to that, that go down that line of like well we're going to sin so we should just accept it they're looking purely at the act. Yeah, and there's a lot mm. of sins that we all commit that without any ill intent without even knowing we commit them it's just because we're sinful human beings we we commit these stupid sins that yeah. again don't affect anybody they they look at that at those sins and they're like ah well yeah. so what it means to be human and yeah again like you you got to understand it without accepting it you can't cuz as once you accept it that's like that's the beginning of a very dangerous path where all of a sudden you're just accepting huge moral failings you're you know a a uh just accepting that hey we're guys so we're gonna have a lustful thought every now and again you know you just start you start accepting that kind of stuff eventually you've got like full-blown affairs you've got beyond maybe Mm -hmm. even that where it's very dirty and immoral stuff going on because hey we're sinners and we don't want to go down that road because Mm -hmm. you you, again you got to see the seriousness of it at the beginning and you'll run again like you know a tagline of of many sermons has always been when when you sin you run to god you don't run away from god and if we just sit that's running away there is no just sitting i mean that's where i mean that's where the battle's lost and like even we both love sports and played it whatever but like i think of that like no one no player coach organization goes into a game thinking oh well we're gonna make mistakes you know and that's how you approach the game. No, you right. approach it with the end mind of we're going to be as perfect as possible. But then again, on the flip side, kind of what we were talking about earlier, like you approach it, yes, 
Like that's why you have adjustments because you know you're not going to be perfect, but you're going to you're going to plan for perfection and you're going to work your tail off to make it better than it was the last time. And then when you're in the game, like things are going to happen. You got to adjust. You got to make right. things happen. Sometimes you need a smack in the butt. You need a wake up call. You need people around you to raise you up to your level and go out and like actually execute and do this thing well. Um, I'm not convinced that that's actually true for like the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> <laughs> but I get your point. <laughs> hey, the Broncos have been the same place, but now we got we got Russ Wills, you know, raising it raising it to oh a new level. Word. <laughs> anyway, um, hey, my Packers just signed Aaron Rodgers, so I can I live mean, with that. He was he was coming back, you know. You never know. He, I mean, you he, don't you don't fire Mike McCarthy. They, yeah, <laughs> this is beyond the point (laughs) (laughs) anyway um so like just to finish off like what in your life when you see these little sins in your own life pop up or they happen whatever like what is your what is your process like what is your reaction to that so personally i i i reckon if assuming that i recognize the sin has happened which says a lot in just who we are and how we are yeah, if, that, if I, that goes back to our point two, that recognition. Right, That's so rec- recognizing that, that there is a sin, you know, just immediately recognizing that even if my heart was not wrong in that sin, my heart is wrong in general. And so sure. that, you know, doesn't give me an excuse um, because my heart as a whole is bent towards evil. And kind of going back to that quote, good and evil, center of the heart, um, recognizing that my has a bad intent and understand that this little sin on its own aside from the cross could keep me out of heaven and because of that you know because of that confessing and repenting of that understanding the truth of the gospel and of grace and then moving on um there's a passage somewhere and i'm i'm i I forget where it's at but it says that basically when god forgives our sins he remembers them no more yeah and that doesn't say he forgets that something yeah. happened it means mm-hmm. he remembers the sin no more and that's right. how i i look at try to that's how i try to look at my life too in this happened i try to learn from it but i don't dwell on it because yep. if mm-hmm. if god has forgotten it who am i to dwell on it right so and i think that's the difference sorry and i think that's the difference like in my life between like these smaller sins that pop up like deal with it you know make it right with the lord move on right. and you know that's it like you're going this way if you reckon i think the other big thing though is if you recognize something as like you know it's a trend or it's something that like you're doing something out of something that feels deeper like that needs to be addressed like mm-hmm. talk to the lord about it you know dive into the word get some help you know whatever it is and then you know that gradually goes up to those sins that we deal with every day that are those constants that are you know right. always grinding in us that are always the fight those are the ones that you know the act, yes, you deal with and you leave behind, but that deeper issue, that's what you go after, and that's what you really seek the help for. Well, I hope that gave everybody some insight just into you know those little sins that, uh, again, that we, we say affect nobody. I think that yeah. that's also a very ignorant thing to say. We never yeah. know when something little could truly affect somebody or deeply affect us as persons or our relationships to God. Nonetheless, I think that we've kind of fleshed out just how we how we have to view those. And so hopefully yep. this has uh, helped you with uh, those little sins in your life. Again, write us comments, questions. Um, 
whatever else you want. I don't know, pictures, Microsoft Paint images, anything you want. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's fine. All right, we've got one more part in this uh, little series, and uh, we hope you'll join us in uh, two weeks for that. Adios. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Dummies with Wisdom. To give us comments, ask questions, or submit pictures of other dummies you find in the wild, email us at dummieswithwisdom at outlook.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dummieswithwisdom. 